Welcome to the Hawks Lounge, a podcast dedicated to storytelling, learning, and uplifting content creators. I am your host, Hawk, and welcome back to the campfire. Today, I have me a very special guest. If you want to introduce yourself, you can. I don't know how you want to run that, but... (laughs) All right. Well, hi, I'm Holly. I'm Josiah's friend of a short three months. You know, college is weird like that, so... Yeah. (laughs) Dang, it's been three months? Gosh, dang. Yeah, since August, yeah. Right? Oh, I don't know before. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Coming up on three months. Short three months, and like, look at me now, I'm famous on your podcast, you know. What's next for me? I don't know. Who knows? You're gonna get all the followers now. You might become Instagram famous. Who knows? <laughs> I <right>, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know how you have. Do we keep going? Or... Alright, let's just, let's just guide. It's your podcast, uh, man. Whatever you want to yeah. do. Let's just dive straight into it. First question, you already know. Do you eat cereal? Do I eat cereal? You, uh, me, I'm an avid cereal lover. I have like three plus like two unopened boxes of like different kinds of cereal in my room. I have the mini boxes and I just, I eat too much cereal. I'm always running out of milk, you know? But my favorite, my favorite kind of cereal. I would say either Cinnamon Toast Crunch or, you know, mm. you got to get the, the roof cutter, Captain Crunch, you know, <laughs> you just be cutting up your mouth, but I love it so much. Captain Cereal. Crunch. Captain Crunch. Like, I don't know. Some, I know some people like the berries one, but I don't know. Cereal's just too good. How can you just choose one? You know, I'm just looking at them now. I'm like, I have a box of life, you know, quality for when you want them simple days. The fruity pebbles, you want the fruity milk, honey nut Cheerios, you know, classic heart healthy. Add your sugar to it, make it extra healthy. <laughs> add sugar to honey nut Cheerios for the healthiness. For right, the health. Don't people add don't people add sugar? Is that frosted flakes? Am I mixing the two up? That might be corn flakes. Because corn flakes is like the frosted flakes with no sugar, you know? Maybe, I don't know. I don't ever eat frosted flakes, but I know people add sugar to their cereal, and I'm like, damn, y'all really out here risking it all. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josiah? You like cereal? Uh, you already know what I'm rocking with. The OG, the best cereal on this planet. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Something about that cinnamon milk, you know? After you eat all the cereal, that milk is just like an extra de- like bonus dessert. Right. Right into your day. And they, you know, they sell the, just the milk by itself, like cinnamon toast milk. Wait, what you mean? You haven't seen that? Like at Walmart, in like the, where they sell the chocolate milk and like the strawberry milk, they have like a cinnamon toast milk. Really? Yes, yeah, cinnamon toast milk. I never knew until like the other day. And I was like, let me buy some more whole milk, you know? Damn. They have cinnamon toast milk. By the same people, too. So it's like name brand and everything. Gosh dang, bro! I don't. I mean, I don't be going to the store like that. So you gotta but try it. Yeah, I Let really me know do. If you like it, bro. I need to get that for my Secret Santa, bro. I should have put that on the list before I turned it in. Crap. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna have a bag of milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
still don't know how to transition into it so i'm gonna like do that post editing cue the music <laughs> right now <laughs> so i don't I know i don't never know how podcasts work so i'm just like do they just talk naturally i mean yes i'm talking naturally but like do i just keep rambling and you're like damn she's still talking you yeah, it's, it's weird. It's all a learning process because I don't really know how to keep transitioning into it. <laughs> but all right. Next question that I got. Still in the breakfast department? Where okay. do you rank pancakes, waffles, and French toast? Uh, where do I rank? Oh, gosh. This is such like a rigged question because I'm not a big like breakfast person. So I don't really eat eggs, I don't eat breakfast, like, ever, except for, like, those rare occasions. But if I had to choose, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, let's say, I don't know, pancakes, I would say, it would be last for me. Yes, there's, like, versatility with pancakes, but I'd rather have, like, the waffle cinnamon, what is it, not cinnamon toast crunch, I'd rather have waffles, french toast, or pancakes that, that would be my order hmm. that's crazy because mine is the complete opposite i have pancakes first would, french toast and then waffles pancakes first Why i would pancakes have pancakes first? first i mean it depends on where they're from like who's making my pancakes you know i mean yeah that's also another cracker thing. barrel i know everybody talks shit about cracker barrel because it's literally a country store you know the racist pass you know got the <laughs> cotton on the wall but let's just talk about the pancakes we're just talking about the pancakes and then boys smack tell me how there's butter inside the pancake already tell me how i would eat those any day oh like if i could die right now i would die eating cracker barrel pancakes and you rank pancakes last because of that i mean yeah it is though kind of depending on who makes it so yeah like i don't know some people can mess up french toast though they can use too much nah, yeah too much eggs and you know it's just like an egg bread that's just mm -hmm. not for me not for me but waffles you know who doesn't like waffles have belgian waffles they're nice crispy golden got butter in the crevices i agree to disagree but I mean, I agree. see where you're coming from, though. <laughs> agree to disagree. What is it? Pancakes is... Oh, you know what? Who likes French toast? Let's let's talk about them for a second. <laughs> That's just bread. Who is just out here eating bread? There's no innovation there. Just slap some sugar and egg, call it a day. It's not... It's not It's not it. It's not it, fam. Yeah. Now that I think about it. I mean, I still put it above. Only because, like, the image of French toast that I have is, like, from freaking IHOP. Right? Where they have, have that mess is like soaked in syrup with the powdered sugar on top. That's just like diabetes waiting to happen. Like you're telling me you want powdered sugar and syrup and whipped cream. You know, some place to put whipped cream on everything. Oh, I I dislike whipped cream, bro. Why was why is it even made? It has no taste to me. Uh, Whoa, we're just going in two different categories here. First up, first up, whipped cream just adds extra layer of like, mm. but on a French toast, that's a no for me. You know IHOP puts every whipped cream on everything, so how are you going to say? I don't understand. I know, I always scoop the whipped cream off because I don't want it there, and I tell the waiter, and they still put it. <laughs> I'll take it. I like the IHOP, the little chocolate pancake. 
like when you're a kid and they have like the little chocolate pancake with the smiley face with whipped cream mm-hmm. and the chocolate chips that was that was my favorite bro i don't i'm trying to remember like the last time that i actually went to ihop because like if it's not ihop i always went to denny's and denny's is like a whole situation right there living here the denny's and ihop are not good places to go so <laughs> they have there's always a fight there's always the trash cans are always on fire somehow I don't ever understand. And there's nobody working there. You have like the manager running everything, and you're just like, "Bruh, <laughs> we've been there for three hours waiting for a water. It's crazy." Right, that's crazy. So I've never yeah. actually been like to any breakfast venues here in Victoria. Yeah, they're they're limited. I'm telling you, Victoria's slacking. It's either you get breakfast tacos. Or you go to McDonald's and that's it. <laughs> that's your only option. Oh yeah, since we're on like the topic of Victoria, you've been here for how long? You cut out, so. Oh, you've been awkward. in Victoria for how long? <laughs> I've been in Victoria for like going on five years since 2017, right? Like, I don't know if it counts because you know school years are always different than normal years. Right. So, I've been here for quite a while. Dang, so like, did you like Victoria while it lasted, you know, since you're finna graduate soon? Did I enjoy Victoria? Is that what your question is? Yeah. I did, um, well, let's see. I mean, it's been interesting. It's definitely, like, been an opportunity for, like, growth. Um, being in a different environment is always good, you know? Get new experiences well some yeah victoria's kind of small so it's like limited on what you can do and they always tell you to like make the most of it but that's what you so you definitely have to make the most of it yeah no that was it's funny that you say that because that was the one thing that i remember when i took my tour here well tour the campus i think i had um i, I forget his name but my tour guide, when I asked him like if he liked the area, he sat there and he just said, I mean, there's not much to do here. You just make the most of it however you can. So You keep cutting out, man. I don't know if it's for it's because of the Wi-Fi here, you know, at the dorms suck or what's going on. But I'm assuming he said exactly what I said, which is you have to make the most of it. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's small and like that's why most of the kids just go out of town during the weekends. Everyone's going home. Yeah, going home or going to like Corpus for the beach or Houston for whatever the heck. <laughs> yeah, because Houston definitely has. I mean, they're college kids. They want to party. They want to go to Houston where they club so they can go dance. And the Victoria has like one which has been like 20 different clubs in the same spot because that <laughs> building just keeps like people keep rebuying it and not like you know renovating it but mm-hmm. so it's just like the same club with different names I think it's called the goat now I don't know if I can name names but it's uh, pretty sure it's called the goat which is interesting yep definitely have no clue where where it is but by the Walmart 
you know, like we're the, on the Goodwill side because I think it's like past the. Oh, it's past there. Yeah, oh. it's over there. It's like that random sketch building, and like there's a wooden sign outside that says the go. <laughs> huh. That's crazy. Okay. So you can go to the go. Take make Rome will take you when it opens. <laughs> Gonna live that college experience. Now speaking of college experiences, so like, how would you rate yours on a scale of one to ten? I don't know. It's so hard because like it's not. I mean, it's been good, but I don't think it's like great. Because how how are we to define? You know, put a basic scale of one to ten so general generalization you know there's so many different experiences that have been good and bad i don't know i would say uh, let's just give it a solid eight if i had to pick a number i would say a solid eight solid would you want me to elaborate <laughs> oh no you were like cutting out for a bit on my side yeah, it says i it sounds like you've lost connection to clean feed please a problem has occurred okay you're back now we're good out oh, there. Okay, well, I, I just closed it and reopened it. Bro, hopefully wow. this is gonna be interesting <laughs> editing later. <laughs> can you hear me, Solo? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I'm just gonna edit a whole bunch of like my words to make it in a sentence. <laughs> Serial killer style. I'll just hit you with the next question. <laughs> Hopefully the Wi-Fi doesn't cut you out. But I mean, even if it does, you know, you'll probably just hop just back in. Just play a whole bunch of music over me. Have right. music really loud the whole episode. <laughs> play some, like, elevator club music. Like, um, then with this, I'm going to rate my college experience a 7 because the Wi-Fi sucks. <laughs> Doctored down a whole point. Yes, because I've been slacking. IT knows it. I've been slacking. <laughs> I, yeah, the, this is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's because, like, you cut, you stopped talking. It said, like, you were connected still, but it was, like, just, like, mid-sentence cut you off. And I was like, damn, is it me? The ham? I don't know. Yeah, no, like, I just saw you. Because I was about to ask a question, and then you just dipped, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> It's because you were talking and then it was just silent. I was like, damn, there's really just me sitting here. <laughs> Hopefully it won't happen again. Hopefully. Alright, the next question. So for the audience, Holly is a history major. So if you want, could you elaborate on exactly what you do with a history major degree? <laughs> what do I do? That's the question everybody always asks. That's like the one question you get as a history major. Yeah. You're like, they ask you, like, what do you do? And I'm like, and my options are endless, okay? At least that's what they tell me. That my options are endless. I can do whatever I want. I can be a lawyer. I can go work for the government. I can work in a library if I wanted to work at a museum work at universities, go back and get a doctorate and do all that. Or it can be the generic 
teacher who's also a coach because that's the stereotype for history <laughs> majors is everybody knows us as you know your football coach who was a history teacher and that's it that's all people know us for that's kind of funny <laughs> I mean, it's true like that's how you remember your history teachers in school they were all coaches or most of them had to be one of those people but but yes i want to i also want to be a teacher but I suck at sports, so I probably won't be a coach. But who knows, you know? If the money's good. <laughs> I mean, you never really know until it's out of your footsteps. Exactly. Like, I know there's, like, a lot more I could do with it and things I want to do. It's just actually doing them. Because I would like to be a professor at a university, but that's, like, a lot of research and a lot of paper writing. I gotta go back to get my master's and get a doctorate and, you know, the dissertations and constantly producing stuff. It's a lot of work. I mean, but if you love it, does it really work? But it's just a lot. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. I know from all the essays that you've had me read and, like, give my opinion on, I'm kind of just like, yeah, this this ain't for me, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of writing. I mean, once you find like a topic that you're really interested in and like parts of history, I know most people like from there they work from like time periods and then find stuff that they can write about and things like that. That's like why most most people are like, "Ooh, I like learning about the wars and stuff like that," and then they're like, "Let me be a historian so I can learn more about it." Mm-hmm. Um, just that's how most people interact with history nowadays is with like watching was it his the national geographic channel or what's the other one the history channel or what they see on twitter and things like that movies i know movies are a big thing for people they're like oh i watched this movie about mlk i want to learn more about the civil rights movement and that's usually how we interact with history and that's how people get into like wanting to learn more becoming history majors that's from what I from my experience of being in the program is what people say so like why did you enter the program were you just like oh I like this that, and the other or it was just easy to you well I mean for me it was my previous like history teachers were like amazing like they just showed like their passion for history kind of made what made me want to have a passion for history and I've always been interested in like learning and like remember how we remember the past and how we talk about the past and once I came here I want I was like signed up for the early education program and I was like oh, I want to be a teacher I want to do this and this and this and then I started taking upper division history courses as like electives and I was like wow this is what I want to do. And then I I met one of my professors. Like, she is an angel. She's, like, the best historian professor I've, like, ever met in my life. Like, her passion for medieval history. It was like, wow, I want to do what she does because she's amazing. And I love her research. I love the journal she produces, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Dr. Esther Quinqua. Shout out to her wherever she may be i know she's not gonna listen to this but (laughs) she's my favorite and i was like i like the way she teaches i like the passion she has for teaching and i'm 
like, I kind of want to do the same. So that's why I chose the history major profession. <laughs> you know, I wish. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of wish. It, for... it is pretty nice. I always, I always encourage people to take like history classes because it really like allows you to learn those critical thinking skills that not most people don't have nowadays. So. Hmm. And like thinking about the past and like why things are done the way they are today and why are people upset in Twitter and like it just allows you to like learn more and things like that. Right, yeah. Have a better understanding of the world that we often don't get nowadays. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. I thought you cut off for a second, but now that was just me. <laughs> Alright. So what question do I want to go with? Okay, so being a history major, does that like change the way you view life or was it, you know, the other way around? I mean, I feel like taking, like being a history major and taking some of these classes does like impact your view of the world because you're learning more about societies and civilizations that you like otherwise would have never known so it definitely gives you more insight but it's like learning the skills of like who and be like being objective and being trying to be objective because you know we all born with bias and things like that mm-hmm. so it's it's very i feel like it's important i don't know it's just <laughs> it's hard to describe it because taking you know it just informs your view of the world you get more informed you understand more things and like I said earlier about the critical thinking, most people don't know how to ask these like why questions or like interpret sources or how things impact each other. Like not everything's like a straight line. There's like different events happening all at once that impact this one thing, and uh, you know, just <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. To, it's hard to put into words. Yeah, no, like I understand because it's like. Not everything's connected, but there's a lot of similarities between like one event to another, you know, and like the start of one might have been the end of another, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it just allows you to like, I don't know, think more openly about the world and like wanting to find why things happen and wanting to ask those questions and create these, you know, find answers to questions that people haven't asked before wanting to tell the stories of people who, who couldn't have their stories told and I just think it's like important and, and you know where we're going as a society today and about their stories and things like that so I think it does impact your view of the world <laughs> yeah I know um, <laughs> I didn't really I mean like I paid attention to history class you know because I had to but there were like a lot of instances where I was just sitting in the class and I was like, dang, I didn't know that. And I, you know, I never would have thought about, you know, even considering this like one perspective about a certain event just because it wasn't like directly stated inside of the book that we were reading or it didn't pop up on freaking Google. So. Yeah, so that's, that happens a lot for people these days because I tutor kids for like lower division, like histories, and you know, it's just sad that some of them don't know like the important events that happened 
like in our own societies and things like that and you're like aren't you supposed to be woke you know <laughs> aren't you supposed to know about these things but yeah so I like definitely people should not appreciate history more but like you know appreciate history more <laughs> like try to take As time to understand how to, like, correctly tell and tell other people's stories and things like that so I know in um like I don't know what history you're like primarily tutor in. It's like American history, right? Or like, yeah, American yeah. history. So from like our early days all the way to now, kind of is what they try to go for. They try to aim to like teach them up to present day, but you know how the things happen. So it doesn't go like far back to where you know, like BC. It's more. Like, you know, um, AD, 19, 1700s-ish. It, it, yeah, it just depends on the professor. Some professors like to be funny and start at, like, the land bridge and how Pangea and all that. But it just depends. Most of them start off, like, in London and how the colonists came over and why they came over, what was going on in England, you know, things like that. That forced them to come over. That talk about Columbus, even though he's not not a good person, but things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Founding of the this new world, even though technically it wasn't new. So those are. But you you you'd be surprised, like on the questions these kids ask. Most of them are just don't understand how to like analyze sources, so that's like mostly where I tutor them. But I do appreciate these professors, though, because they do teach them about, like, the African-American slave communities and, like, and women and those other groups who haven't had the opportunity to have their stories told. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's important, you know, especially, like, nowadays, because not everybody, you know, has that platform to tell their story, but they also never really get a chance to tell their story if that makes sense yeah exactly so it's important to like yeah it's important to hear their stories even if it's like not as detailed as like the messages or sources we have for white colonists and things like that like i know native american sources are quite limited but we do have some pretty good like religious and their culture and how women played a role in their communities and things like that so it's important to learn as much as we can so that way we can accurately you know tell history yeah i remember it was earlier this semester when you had like that early american history book or early america history book and yeah, you know i just read it because i was born <laughs> Yeah, I said born. I read it because I was bored. bored. <laughs> <laughs> and it was talking about, you know, Columbus and how he was discovering America, quote unquote, and what they did to all the indigenous people. And I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I kind of got mad and I was disgusted because it's like, why would the thought of being that cruel to anybody, let alone people that you just met, ever like cross your mind? And then to yeah. be like, 
praised and glorified and have your own holiday after your death it's kind of like yo what's going on here yeah so that is basically history and most of these things are like not like uncovered you know they're all we all knew about it but it's just like the people who are writing the history is like what we were told so like when you're little kids you think oh he just sailed here nobody was here and then as you learn more you know there there were people here there were they were living their life and they welcomed him with open arms and he just gave them diseases and murdered them and enslaved them and sent them back to spain and most of them died and things like that so yeah it's very interesting that most we don't learn all about the cruelties that actually happened to these native americans in books they just talk about oh they were looking for gold and that's it and you're like well well, we're not talking about the millions that just died of diseases such as smallpox and mm-hmm. other things. But it is a good book, that one, that people's history of the United States. It's yeah, pretty, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, he's pretty good in talking about, like, the minorities and things that happened. He was very liberal in his writing, which is good because you learn more. But... I'm trying to like think of like how to transition into asking this question because I mean I already I think it's one of the ones that I already like sent you beforehand I just want to like try to sound or not sound try to make it sound somewhat related you know what was the Uh, question my hero speaking of history (laughs) (laughs) I mean I guess we could do that so how, how would I even go about asking this? Right? You can, okay, so you're like, yeah, so you're learning more about, you know, people, people's history and things like that. Is there anybody who really impacted you or something like that in history or just in general? Do you have, Ooh. you know, something like that, right? That, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, I'm probably not going to cut this part out, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's you know, since we're still on the topic of history... Has there been any individual or like group of individuals that you've learned about that have, you know, impacted you personally or like changed your whole philosophy of life, if you will? That's so tough. I don't know. My goodness, actually, I don't know. Because you learn so much, it's hard to pinpoint just one. Like, I enjoyed, I took uh, World Civilizations couple years ago and I learned so much about these different oh my god civilizations I learned so much about these different places and cities and towns and countries and communities that it's just hard to choose one but like since I like interact with like American history you know every day of my life I just keep learning more and more about American history so it's kind of kind of biased towards it mm-hmm. so I don't know. I like usually focus my study and like my personal research on like colonial and the revolution and things like that. So focusing on those stories about like of women and the stories of minority women who often them get hurt. So that's usually what I tend to focus on. I mean, they, I mean, they are pretty inspiring of like how they try to, you know, step outside the rules and do more than what society was asking of them so they're like learning more about 
them. Yeah, like learning all about the feminist movement, um, or at least for that time. Or yeah, just like things about like, I don't know, a women's history is always interesting to me because of like how, just in general, I don't know, I focus more on American women and like how, you know, you know, African American women play a vital role in their communities and things like that. So I learned a lot about like the enslaved communities and how even though, you know, the African American woman might have not been like the actual mother to these people, but they were still called mama or things like that. They were cooking and cleaning in these slave communities and trying to take care of one another, whether they're related or not. So I always think that's like interesting to learn and things like that, and how they, how their women's like role in society, whether it was limited or not. You know. I know that's just I don't know why. Like when you were <laughs> when you, when you were like saying all of about the um the slaves being more like a mother figure. I don't know why I was thinking of Aunt Jemima, as in like that. <sighs> The Sierra brand, the or like the X Sierra brand, because they renamed them. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, why did you think of that first? Well, well no, because because <laughs> you know I I love the Aunt Jemima Sierra, but now they changed it to the Pearl Milling Company, and I was just like, Aunt Jemima has always been there for me. Who is this Pearl Milling Company? <laughs> Well, it's because as a society, people deemed Aunt Jemima racist. They said, right. you know, even though even though people loved Aunt Jemima, and but they say I don't I don't know I haven't done all the research on Aunt Jemima, but people said that she was a real person. People said that she wasn't a real person. So you know, they just you know, they thought it was you know it wasn't a good. But you yeah. can keep calling it Aunt Jemima if you want, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to get canceled. So. No, nah, it's cool. I mean, like, I understand why they changed it. It was just weird not seeing the label still on the bottles anymore. Because it's like, hey, I, I recognize that bottle, but it's just not, you know, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, so they're trying to, you know, paint it in a different light, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, still, I mean, while we're still on the topic of history, we're probably going to go, like, further back than, you know, American history. And we're going to dive into, you know, philosophy for a bit. So, you know, I'm not really, I don't consider myself a philosophist or philosophist, philosopher. Um, I don't really study it, but, like, I try to understand it when it does, ugh, when it does come across, you know, my mind or, like, in front of me so I say all that to segue into this next question do you have a philosophy of life and if so what is it oh, that is I don't know I, don't, I just I don't know I always try just to stay positive like you know me as you say I love to complain but I try to be <laughs> positive about my complaining <laughs> I try to look into the bright side of things, you know, I'm like, things could be worse, I could have it worse. You know, just try to be positive, you know, like, I'm writing a 21-page paper, I'm like, you know what, at the end of it, I'm gonna be done. Hopefully for a while, but, you know, just gotta be positive. Mm -hmm. Live life positively. Happy, I don't know. <laughs> nah, yeah, I get that. I mean, I don't even... 
when I wrote down this question, I didn't really think about how I would answer it, you know? I was just like, oh, you know, I'll have an answer by the time we're recording. And I don't, so. <laughs> and uh, this is, you know, I don't know, like what people say. I, don't, I, I couldn't think. I don't know if happiness quotes, you know. I know some people live their life by, like, having YOLO, right? People used to live their life by YOLO. Mm-hmm. I can't think of mottos, never give up. Yeah. I don't know. Mine's always be happy. <laughs> think positively. There you go. So you don't have one, Josiah. You're supposed to rain wisdom down on me. <laughs> philosophy questions. No, I mean, I feel like I do have somewhat of a philosophy. The only thing is, it's like, it comes from different areas of life and just from, you know, experience in general. Um, so you have like 20 philosophies rolled into one more or less yeah pretty much you know (laughs) Um, I know one like straight off the top of my head I don't think I'm a nosy person I try to mind my business whenever I can so you know my philosophy for minding my business is and I quote it costs nothing to mind your business (laughs) I don't know where I heard that but I was like dang that, that sounds good. good. Yeah. That is pretty good. So. Ah, see, you made me think of one. Okay, so this is like from one of the old residence life coordinators. She was amazing. But she'd always tell me, like, closed mouths don't get fed. So, like, if I was ever upset about something, you know, it's, it's good to speak your mind and, like, tell people what's bothering you and, like, fighting for yourself and, like, you know, things like that. Right. So I was like, that's, that's, I don't know why you reminded me of that, but that's like one of them that I'm always like telling other people, like, if something's bothering you, you know, make sure you tell somebody or you say something instead of like complaining about it and not doing anything. Cause I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves cause I complain about it, but at least I do something, you know? Right. So it's not just, it's not just like a woe is me mindset, you know? Exactly. You gotta, you gotta do it. If it's bothering you, do it. Say something. Tell somebody. Do that paper. Cause do something. <laughs> yeah, doing something is definitely better than doing nothing about it, you know? Exactly. That's just one of my biggest things. Like, the what was me? Shoot, okay. Oh, that, that's the thing. It just... I'm glad you said that, because it just reminded me of something. Um, It came out of nowhere, but... So I guess my philosophy stems from, this is going to sound weird, and it is, but when I was in kindergarten, right, like way back, bro, (laughs) um, I remember having this one dream, right, and it was me and this one other person who was you know, like towering over me because it was an older, an adult type person, right? And I would have this dream like almost every, well, not every day, but it was a common occurrence, right? If it wasn't every day, it was like every month. And if not every month, every other month. But I would always find myself next to this person in my dream. And, you know, as I got older, and, and like bear with me because this is gonna sound really creepy but <laughs> but um as i got older it's like i began to you know see that person more and more and you know start to understand that person uh-huh. and 
I started, you know, picking up some of the qualities of that person. So one thing that this person always did, they were very relaxed all the time, right? They, um, I remember one dream where I was like telling them something and when I looked over at them, they sat there, they were eating something and they just told me, (laughs) oh, you know, um, like it's not that big you can just you'll get over it i i trust you you're gonna do it right you got this and they just like kept eating so i was like oh okay cool i get. i guess i got it and like as i kept getting as the years kept going i started seeing this person you know started to see like who this person actually was because you know as i got older i got taller and i started seeing this person like eye to eye right now and like this is gonna sound creepy as i said before about like a million times but it turns out that person was me right now oh that's interesting how is that creepy i feel like that's more interesting i mean it's more like it's more creepy for me because it's like i idolize that person what is your subconscious trying to tell you type right yeah because it's like when i was younger i idolized that person Because I was like, oh, they seem so, like, relaxed, so chill. Nothing, like, really bothers them. Like, they got everything under control. And, you know, I just, I look in the mirror, and every time that that dream comes across, it's like, dang. It's like, who are you, bro? Yeah, like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm you. It's a Spider-Man meme. Right. Just pointing at each other. Yeah, that's pretty cool that you remember a dream from your childhood. (laughs) I mean, it, I don't even remember because it. I kept getting like a reminder of it, and I would have the same dream throughout the years. So it's like, I don't know if it was, you know, my subconscious trying to tell me something or just a sign that I'm changing into the person that I quote unquote want to be, you know? Well, that, that's good, though. That's, I guess that's a good dream. That's like a good sign. Hopefully, you stay that way. I mean, everybody has to have growth and development, but, you know, in a form or fashion. Right. Of getting yeah. close to where you want to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, for me, it kind of trips me out because it's like, dang, if that if that dream <laughs> is becoming a reality, then what else, you know? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting that you're having dreams like that. Or getting a kind of like a insight into your own life, your future. Getting the premium pass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it goes. Alright, now, since this, um, I'm just gonna go straight into the next question. You know, since this is October, Halloween month, every episode in this episode. Jeez, guys, every episode of this month has some scary story or scary experience tied with it. So I have a question. Do you have any scary experiences? Scary being like something dealing with the unknown or like a fear that you've had or once had? Oh, that is there's like so many i'm like okay 
I'm scared of Jeepers Creepers from the horror movies. That just scares me. But like life scary, like things of the unknown. I feel like we're always facing fears like that. Because, you know, every day is unknown. And having those interviews with higher up people are always scary. Or having thinking about your future is scary. Thinking about what I'm going to do when I graduate is scary. <laughs> so it's like things, it's just hard. Life's scary. But gonna be positive about it you know there's always a light at the end of the tunnel but jeepers creepers is scary to me so like driving down dark cornfields is scary riding in a school <laughs> bus in the middle of nowhere is scary passing a farm with a scarecrow is scary <laughs> what about you are you scared of anything josiah i want to know more about you this is my podcast now i'm asking <laughs> you the question oh yeah i have I have a um I would say it's irrational because to me it's completely rational but I have a fear <laughs> of frogs right oh you and Alma both almost scared of frogs yeah what's wrong nah. with you <laughs> okay so like my experience with frogs didn't start until high school right I think it was like my freshman year I was late one day getting to my bus stop, so I took off running straight from my house to the bus stop, and I'm like halfway there, and all of a sudden I feel like a squish on my foot. You know, I'm panicking because I'm like, "What was that?" You know, it was it seemed too big to be a bug, right? So I stopped and I turned around, and lo and behold, there was this huge frog just sitting there looking at me not doing anything and i was like oh hell no and booked it straight to the bus stop and i was like dang i hope that never happens again two weeks later the same thing happens but i'm not in a rush anymore i'm just walking i take one step and i thought it was a leaf all i hear is and i was like what (laughs) So like I hop up in the air and turn around and I see the frog and then it starts jumping at me. So I'm booking it and ever since then I've been scared of frogs. Yeah, I can see why. That's <laughs> a little, little spook. Yeah, and it's kind of it's bad now because here in Victoria there are frogs that like pop up even though they're small they just pop up out of nowhere and they start running. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Especially because it rains so much here, right? And the frogs are everywhere. So like I was, when uh, works, they coming out of nowhere. Right. I was doing my, I was doing a uh, midnight round one time, and Jesus Christ, it, it was the smallest frog on the planet. <laughs> but I had like rounded a corner, about to enter into the building, and I just see a frog sitting right there by the door and i'm like well i can't go through there now like i gotta go around i was waiting for you to post up (laughs) he said i know what you did to my cousin like (laughs) (laughs) they're coming for you for revenge but yeah that's just one frog i used to be like terrified of heights yeah, I mean, I guess in a way I still am because I don't go on any roller coasters. But I did go on a zip line one time. 
used to be scared of heights too, but I don't know. Then I started like liking roller coasters and getting that thrill, the adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's I, I guess I overcame that fear. I don't know. I think I am like big crowds. You know, I think that's every, I think everybody's scared of like public speaking. Yeah, the about- thing about public speaking for me is that. I'm scared to actually do it, but once when I start doing it, I'm not scared anymore, you know? Because, like, I adopted this mindset from somebody in high school. We had to do this one speech. No, it wasn't a speech. It was a performance because it was for um, theater, I think. And we were supposed to, like, tell a story about, you know, ourselves, but everybody and their mama was terrified of actually, you know, performing on the stage. And the guy that was sitting right next to me, he was like, I mean, everybody's scared. I don't really care about it because it's like nobody can confirm or deny whether or not you're telling the truth and if it's true. So I was like, oh, I mean, I guess you're right. Then I hopped up there and I was like, oh, I can just say whatever and people believe me because, you know, they don't know anything about my life. So exactly. it's a good way to think of that. I don't know. I think being in like residence life and being like having so many leadership opportunities that kind of help with my public speaking and not being afraid to like go out there and talk in front of people right especially during the staff meetings where you have to like present everything (laughs) that you did for your leadership area yeah i was like "Eh, they just want to they want it fancy you gotta say it fancy exaggerate you know some people out there writing scripts (laughs) but i'm like it's just a short just say which say say something from the heart they'll be fine or like when you have to go on the intercom and say like hello jaguars we're testing the fire alarm you know i know people get so nervous i'm like it's okay they're not gonna know it's you it's fine yeah unless like somebody's sitting there staring at you doing it but (laughs) chances are that won't be the case I mean, sometimes it's like Stuart or like some of the VCS, VCS guys, and they're just there watching you, like, don't mess up. And you're like, ah, I already messed up. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay, for the audience, right? Um, we're referring to the University of Houston, Victoria, located in Victoria, Texas. Um, both Holly and I are resident assistants, RAs, and, you know, that comes with its challenges and benefits and whatnot but just so y'all know now you know that <laughs> we're referring to uhv and not just yes. some right. random entity in the world you know but don't sue us we're talking not we're talking greatly we're not on behalf of the university we're just two college students you know two podcasters talking to each other (laughs) have a conversation we're just trying to have a conversation with each other don't sue us thank you quick disclaimer i like that (laughs) because you know that they'll come for you marketing will come for you (laughs) you're gonna be like you thought they were listening to you they're listening to you now (laughs) (laughs) that's where i got the freaking 95 listens Everybody from marketing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we gotta listen to every word. Make sure he's not talking bad. <laughs> Take him down. Gonna get a cease and desist in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh, that'd be funny. I'd be like, oh, great way to end my senior <laughs> year here. <laughs> Getting sued by the university. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, it should be. It's not like I'm promoting. I mean, in a way I am promoting the university, but it's not like I'm here on official university business, you know? Exactly. It's not like we're using, you know property or anything like that. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. We're not we're not talking bad. We're not promoting. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, do you have a common saying or common phrase? Oh, I used to. I don't know. I used to say things. <laughs> I used to be remembered for the things I said, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, you lose your catchphrases over time because then you stop saying it and then nobody else is like, I know in high school I used to say, how you doing all the time, you know, catchphrase, maybe it's like, I don't know, no, I don't think I do just saying, I don't think I do. I'm not that cool yet, one day. <laughs> nah, like, I guess you're about the constantly changing phrases because like i forget what i used to say but like i remember what i say now because i have like three different phrases like when i don't that's know what crazy. to say yeah <laughs> i'm like dang that's crazy oh it'd be like that sometimes or <laughs> uh what was the other one it's a, i say it'd be like that sometimes or it'd be that way when it'd be that way especially when it'd be that Oh no, how do you do? Dooby dooby do. Oh yeah, dooby dooby do. Dooby dooby do like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I guess I'm gonna work on that. I know some people were like, howdy, and they said howdy all the time. Or. You said howdy y'all. Howdy y'all. Howdy girlies. I don't know, one of the, one of the coordinators. Say girlies. <laughs> What's up, girl? I'm like. I don't know. I need to. I need to get one. So that way, when I leave, you can be like, "Holly, that's what she said all the time." <laughs> be immortalized from your catchphrase. Oh, I think I remember. I remember one. I said it during like an old, a super old staff meeting one time. I was like, "It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day," and the old. <laughs> old director assistant director used to be like holly you're so funny it is the lord's day why are we working and i'm like exactly <laughs> and then she would anytime she would see me that's all she would say she's like ah, ha, ha, it's the lord's day i'm like yeah ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i'm thinking about the last oh i remember i think i i think i brought i didn't rob it i ripped it from like somebody um Oh, is it let's talk about it? I say that, exactly. that's like situational though. I say that whenever like I'm trying to incite fake beef with somebody. <laughs> let's talk Just about like, it. dang, tell me how you really feel. Let's talk about it, you know? like. <laughs> let's talk about it, you dang. You trying to fight people out here in the side? Let's talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it works though. It's like, you know, it fits the situation perfectly. But yeah, that's all the questions that I got. So, I mean, do you have any questions you want to ask? Since, you know, this is your podcast now. <laughs> this is my podcast now. I am the captain. Um, <laughs> I am the captain. 
think of right now. They'll probably hit me after, you know, for this is over. I'm like, dang. And I'm laying in bed. I'm like, dang. I should have said this in the podcast. But I don't know. How's your how's your life going, Josiah? How are you, right? Because that's the question we never ask each other. Dang, I always say that it's fine, but like, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of rough out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I, I, not to talk, I was like listening to this other podcast, not to talk about, you know, other podcasts on the podcast, <laughs> but she, they were like questioning why we don't answer, answer like truthfully anymore. It's not like those questions. Like when people ask you, like, are you okay? You know, like the TikTok, the meme says, and you say that you're not fine, but you're really fine. You know, things like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> They were just analyzing like why people, you know, lie to each other. Is it societal norms to lie about how we're doing? Because then, you know, I guess nobody wants to hear your life story all the time. But right, it's very interesting to think about. It's you're not doing fine, Josiah. That's that's good to know. It's out here <laughs> rough. It's out here rough in the streets as a computer science major. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's another thing. I was thinking about changing my major because i'm kind of sick of this bro like <laughs> gotta do it before it's too late and then you're stuck yeah but what made you change it to probably like communication design yeah i can see that right you know since you know res life wanted to put me on the social media team when i didn't <laughs> use social media beforehand so <laughs> look at you now you're gonna be on gonna be doing things graphic design that's what i should have done yeah change it while you can before you're stuck before you're taking 20 computer science classes and then you got yeah see the good thing is i picked it up now and probably only because you know i'm working with res life and another thing at the same time that like really made me realize that this might not be probably the best career path for me well not career path but the best major for me to pursue and that's the whole point of college to like figure out things that you really enjoy doing like be you know becoming a person (laughs) taking those footsteps and like learning what you like and what you dislike and it's better to do it now before it's like too late yeah because i mean i know the biggest thing about me it's like i don't like to admit that i can't do something you know so I'll sit there and struggle and be like, oh, yeah, I got this under control and then never, you know, fix whatever the issue is. Because it's like, dang, I don't want to admit that I I can't do it. You know, I'm not uh, I get as great as I am or great as I think I am, you know. Yeah, that's like nobody wants to be known as a quitter, but sometimes you just got to do things that are best for you. You can't be living your life on the views of other people, Josiah. <laughs> Because you're going to be living with that degree forever, so. And it's your money, so. Do, if you want to do communications, you do it. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay, cue the freaking music because I have a question off the top of the head. <laughs> okay, so. Well, we've known each other for about coming on three months. You know, quite a long time so to speak, I guess. Um, one thing that I noticed that you're really into is Squishmallows. Tell me about that. 
you're gonna out me in front of everybody like this. <laughs> Squish mellows. Okay, well, the thing is, you know, they're just naturally cuddly, soft. You don't understand it until you hold one. Cause like at first you're like, damn, it's just a stuffed like toy made for kids. Why are you why you care so much? You have one, you squish it, you hold it, you sleep with it, and you're like, damn. I understand. And I blame my friend Noemi for this. <laughs> she is the one who bought me a squish and I was like, Wow. I want more. And that's how that's how we get to where I am today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, upset. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna out me. I mean, I was just wondering, because like, I didn't know if I should, like, you know, ask about it. Because I oh, didn't understand fine. it at first. Because I was like, oh, it's just it's just a stuffed animal. Right? And then, like, I held one. I'm like, dang, this kind of... I think I might love holding this thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're just so soft and, like, cuddly. And you're like, damn... And I guess it's a face too, since they have just like two black soulless eyes, and you're just like, <laughs> <"I'm> just there. <laughs> yeah, because like I didn't know what it was until training, and you were talking about it, and I was like, oh, huh, I guess oh, that's my interesting. Little, my little keychains. Yeah. They were just nice. They're good conversation starters. <laughs> now, now, look at us now, we're friends. <laughs> yeah that was the only question that I had off the top of my head <laughs> yeah, I was how many, sorry excuse me it's, um, it's a Sunday midnight midnight 3pm nap time calling me yeah. I gotta do all my homework being political science minor gets ya <laughs> yeah alright so you know, we'll end it here. Um, right. Shoot, I'm trying to... Oh, this is the wrong document for my outro. Crap. Okay, whatever. I'll just do it off the top of my head. Um, before we end, do you have anything that you want to tell the audience? Anyone to shout out? Want to plug um, your social media? Nah, they're not going to find anything interesting on my social medias, <laughs> but I want to shout out my friend Alma for keeping me sane and always being so nice and positive, and that's who I get my positivity from. you got to live positively, think on the right side. You know, the rain comes, but it goes, so what am I going to say? And I hope everybody has a good day, so that's my ending closing thoughts. <laughs> Hey, that's what's up. Yeah, um, thank you for wanting to be on the podcast, you know? Of course, gonna help a fellow fellow friend. Oh, no. Dang, I should have sent you the outro <laughs> beforehand so you could, like, say it. Ooh, okay, oh, okay. well, I can just, what is it? If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and tune in <laughs> next time on the Hawks Lounge for your premium content. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what you say, but that's what you're going to say now, so... Is that it? Dang, I should probably <laughs> leave that in there. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. 